Thank you for sharing this time together. Let's apply these concepts to your life specifically with personalized one-to-one mindset coaching. Connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a consultation call where we will discuss what is important for you right now and decide the best way to get results you love. Hello and welcome and welcome back. So this is a part two of last week's beating burnout and I would encourage you to listen to that episode first. This is independently as valuable. However, some of it may make a little bit more sense if you listen to the other one first. But basically, we are looking at areas of our life that may be creating burnout, exhaustion, overwhelm for us, and beginning to come to the idea, warm up to the idea that we get to be, we get to choose, right? And we get to choose our responses and also emphasizing that we choose from this space of being the authority on us, knowing that you are the authority on you and coming from fullness and abundance and not fear or scarcity. So let's continue with the idea of moving into this new season of the year, maybe an independent transition that you had, or maybe you're already experiencing burnout in one way or another, or you're already feeling the overwhelm, you're in the tornado and you're spinning in the tornado of life, right? And how do we remove ourselves? How do you remove yourself from the spin and begin to observe so that you can begin to choose new responses and learning to respond versus react? So how do we first recognize these warning signals? One really valuable indicator, which we have started to really move away from, which is frightening and is why we want to talk about it a lot in here, is listening to our body, right? We have this amazing physical body, this miracle of just magnificence that we live in that protects us, that allows us to experience life. And we've come to this place where there are so many things available to us that allow us to kind of just quiet the messages or the signs or the warning signs of the body. And so I want to talk a little bit about this, right? Because that can be an area for concern. So just bringing some awareness to this. You all know I love Louise Hay. And one thing that she says in one of her meditations, I listen to all of her things all the time. And she says, when we go to the medicine cabinet, we are essentially telling our body to shut up. And the way she says it is kind of funny. It's cute. Like she's amazing. But it's true, right? And it's so true. Like I remember a time when I used to get, uh, I mean, among other things, I would get really bad headaches. Like I was getting severe chest pain at work and in life. And I would end up with these like debilitating migraines. 
regularly. And I had all the reasons why this was happening. And then a lot of the reasons why I couldn't understand what was happening, but I would take a leave, right? I would just like pop a leave or pop a leaves for hangovers, right? And just, they would still persist. These, these messages, these headaches, like nothing could remove the headaches. I know I, I remember I went and I got prescriptions for the headaches and they still were there. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't working. And I'm almost thankful that they didn't work for me because of course they persisted. Like I was ignoring all of these physical messages, all these mini messengers that were adding up and trying, starting to shout at me from my body, right? I was ignoring them and hoping they would just go away. Or I would use it, you know, to shame myself, like I should just be stronger or something about me needs to be better or what is wrong with me? Why do I get these headaches? It must be me, like I'm innately wrong, right? Something is wrong with me innately. Somehow this is like where my mind went. But no, this is not necessarily true. This is not true at all. In fact, there is nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with me other than the fact that I was ignoring all these messages. And so it was my thoughts around the circumstances that I was just allowing myself to be, I suppose, vulnerable to. And I then would just be a reacting instead of stepping outside of the tornado to observe like proactively what's happening. So I've made a lot. I personally have made a lot of choices, lifestyle choices that have shifted my experience of life drastically. And I very rarely get those type of headaches. Um, I mean, a lot of things that I do in addition to thought work and acupuncture and chiropractor, like regular massage, things that I do to really take care of and support the miracle that is my body, mental, physical, nutrition, movement, like holistic health regularly. I prioritize, right? So now what I notice is when I do have a headache, like instead of blaming or shaming my body, like what's wrong with you, I recognize that I really need to take some time with myself and my mind. And I have to just kind of evaluate, like, am I, are all the things in place? Am I maintaining my holistic health? What does my nutrition look like? What does my movement look like? Where's my mind at? Where's my mindset? Like, what are the thoughts that are primarily happening for me right now, right? So these are things that can be really helpful for you if you're experiencing a lot of physical pain. Again, you know, as I'm not a doctor. This is based on my own personal experience. But I will tell you that one thing that helps us or has helped me is asking more questions, right? Like, what am I thinking and feeling and thus choosing that may be leading to this cons- this outcome? I don't even want to call it a consequence because a consequence kind of implies that we're doing it intentionally to harm our body. And that is not the case. Often this is so, some of it's even subconscious. Like we don't even recognize it until we bring awareness to it. So again, as always, as with all things, A, you are the authority on you. Always take what you love, leave the rest. And our body is always sending us messages, right? Like Louise has this whole book called 
Um, I think it's heal your mind, heal your body. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I can't remember the name of this book. I'll find it. But it's about healing the body with the mind. And she says, headaches are, it's like a Bible for me. I read it regularly because headaches are the inability to see things in a different way or in a new way. Fear, lack of safety, right? So when I, when I notice, when I do have a headache come up, I start to explore why this might be true, what may be going on for me. And it is absolutely fascinating to watch the body heal and recover when we give it the time and attention that it needs versus popping ibuprofen that just does not solve for anything for me personally. And when we look at burnout, right, there are a myriad of conditions that could be presenting and the, and feelings, feelings that we're having, right, are simply vibrations in our body. Like they're chemical responses to something happening within the body as a result of external conditions and how we're thinking about them. They just kind of like begin to, we experience them in our body and they're messengers. So what we look at as quote unquote good or bad feelings are just vibrations in the body based on things that are happening and how we think about them, how we react to them. So when we take medicine to quiet, we are essentially like quieting these messages that the miracle of our body is trying to tell us. So what might be a new way? How can we explore this in the mind? How can we get curious around what is? So let's just keep talking about this. As you notice, you begin to ask new questions. So last week we started talking a lot about like you just being able to step outside what is an experience that you're having that may be leading to overwhelm, fatigue, this burnout, right? Or whatever else you may be feeling in your body and start to ask some questions, like ask yourself questions of what is happening around you. Like, and it may not even be on that level. It could be at any level, but start just starting with like, what is the problem here? What's the cause of the problem? Is it repeating? Is there a cause? Is there a theme that could be solved that would illuminate and possibly solve for the ongoing problem? Like, What is the one thing I can do right now that may have a positive influence on this outcome? How might I be able to respond to these circumstances so that I can still create safety for myself, within myself? What are some options? Right? Sometimes in the workplace, we make things our problem even though they aren't. Or even in home situations, right? So like, what is really most pressing right now? Is this my responsibility or am I choosing to make it my responsibility? Is this even a problem? And again, if it is a problem, like what is the cause? How can we solve for the cause? How might that create a better result over time? Am I choosing this? What am I 
pretending not to know, right? So powerful questioning, really getting clear on what is creating this outcome of burnout or this physical overwhelm or exhaustion for you. And what are some questions that you can ask? What are some strategies that you may be able to employ that could be helpful for you? Like I said, for me personally, like I've made huge lifestyle changes over the past, sheesh, I'd say like 10 plus years. And little by little, you know, things don't happen overnight, but these are the small, the small shifts, the different, the new choices that you make based on the noticings, based on just exploring new options or even recognizing like what is happening around you and how, once again, how can you choose to create a safe space for you within you, despite what's happening externally? Some other strategies that are helpful for me are meditation, breath work, journaling, right? Like I, I, I really, by the grace, like, and as a result of a lot of, like I said, these lifestyle changes get headaches anymore. But when I do, like, I know that there's an indication that I need to do some heavy inner work, some thought work, or like I need to evaluate what I've been, my actions, have I been keeping up again with all my, you know, holistic health? What does my movement look like? My nutrition? Like I don't, I, I cannot eat sugar, like sugar from candy or junk food or like that kind of sugar just gives me an instant headache. And it happened enough times that I'm just like, it's not worth eating anything that feels like that. Right. So it's no, it's not even about like the calories or the fact that it's toxic or any of those things. It's like, I don't want to feel like that anymore. That's a little bit off topic of, of um, burnout, but actually it's partially not because I remember I had, I was in this one workplace and early in my career and every Friday morning, this is so funny that this is surfacing for me right now, but they would have this like massive bagel breakfast. Okay. And so they, everyone in the office would bring in bagels. Okay. Which I don't eat. I haven't eaten. I mean, you all, if you know me, if you've been with me long enough, you know, I've been in Weight Watchers since I was about, since I was nine, I've been exposed to all of the things and what we're supposed to eat, quote unquote, what we should and all the things. So like I never ate bagels because bagels were like a big no. And they also land in your stomach like a solid rock. So it was just like, okay, they'd make, they'd bring in bagels and orange juice, orange juice, okay? Straight sugar water, um, chocolate, just like cheap trash chocolate, just all the things. And they would fill this corner of the office with all of this trash. This is so, and I'm not trying to be like insensitive or rude or anything. I know it was coming from a good place. So there's that, but it was also like, how is this helpful for anyone to have like a carb sugar overload first thing in the morning in the, of the work day, right? Like 
could we maybe find something else to do? Maybe we could go on like a group walk or a community walk, or there are so many other options, like maybe even fruit, right? Or like whole wheat, I don't know, English muffins or eggs even would have been cool. But I was so young and I was in the early parts of my career. So I was just really like observing and and reacting, right? I wasn't putting myself in a position to make a choice to contribute. And I allowed this to be a problem for me. But was it really a problem? Actually, no, it wasn't a problem. Like, I just didn't need to eat it or participate. And then we have to look at what stems from that, like all the boundaries around that and the feelings of like guilt and, oh, you have to participate in these activities because they're, you know, that's what's socially acceptable. Like so many things can arise when you decide, start making decisions for your own health and wellness. But like we talked about last week, and I cannot stress this enough, like, why are you making these decisions? Differentiating between actual problems and problems we make up or we've created based on our life experiences, right? Like in this particular example, like what's my, like totally my trauma response, my survival patterns, like keep everyone happy. Everything's got to be like status quo. I can't say no to people, right? Or I, I'm not in charge here, so I can't really, maybe I shouldn't say anything or like all of these things, right? Oh, but if, what if I don't eat, then I'm making everyone else feel bad. Like, no, none of that is actually true. <laughs> Only we are responsible for our feelings, for our thoughts. Like I can't control or create anyone else's thoughts or feelings. That's on them, right? You're not responsible for anyone other than you. And I wasn't responsible for anyone other than me in that circumstance, but yet I made it mean all of these things. And then I allowed it to affect me. Well, I didn't, I didn't. I think I participated like once and then after that I didn't, but then I made it, created this like, I didn't have coaching at that time in my life. So of course I made it mean all these things and that I was a terrible, you know, colleague and coworker because I didn't want to participate in like the binge eating of carbs and sugar. And so I made it mean all these things. And then they have, that was affecting my health, right? So that's what leads to these feelings of overwhelm, of burnout, of exhaustion in the workplace. So things I'm sure, you know, they vary by culture in different organizations and what exists and what, but what mostly matters is what you choose, how you choose to respond in any circumstance, in the workplace, in your home? Like what's an effective solution, right? Are you in constant anxiety about circumstances outside of yourself? What can you do to create safety in any circumstance for yourself? What choices can you make? Right? What decisions may need to be made? What patterns may need to be reworked? And how, how can you be proactive in solving for these reoccurring issues? Like what's the cause and what's something that you might be able to do that would be simple to resolve it? 
Like, for example, in that circumstance, in that office experience, like not feeling responsible for other people's happiness. Now, that sounds simple. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of uh, thought work and processing of emotion and being able to be uncomfortable, recognizing that it's okay to be uncomfortable. Maybe it's even okay to not feel included. Like, do I want to be included in something like that? Is that important for me? If I'm saying yes to my health, can I say no to other things that don't have the result that I'm looking for, right? Like in, in the home, like can you take 15 to 20 minutes together as a family to have a conversation about the week, about the calendar, like so that you can go into the week with some peace and with being proactive. And if that's not possible for others, okay, fine. How can you still take responsibility for yourself and how you're going to choose to respond to others in those circumstances? Right? What's a solution for you? How can you create safety within yourself? So how do you avoid the burnout and the overwhelm despite what's going on externally or the things that you cannot control. And I get others that we cannot control what others are going to think, feel, choose, right? Your boss is not going to walk over to you and be like, Hey, looks like you could use a few minutes of mindfulness. They might in some circumstances actually do that. But I know the overwhelming majority of people are are really just trying to figure out for themselves how to get around all this. So chances are they're not even going to have the, the bandwidth to come over and be concerned about what's going on for you, right? And so again, like we said last week, like that's why we cannot wait for others to create this for this. You have to create your own opportunities for health and wellness for yourself, right? And things like calendaring and time management and boundaries, all of these things, they have to come from us. And when we recognize that we need to start choosing us is when we begin to see what is possible. What are some new solutions, right? Like, are you able to step away and nurture your body like for lunch even? Or do you even do you even step away from the computer for lunch? Or are you just like really and guilty here at times? So no judgment as always, but like are we just shoving food down our throat while we read email or while we like pretend that something so urgent has to happen? And I share this because I love you and I love me and our health is primary. It's everything. So please do not use this information against you to judge or to criticize even more. Like, no, just know that now we begin to make new decisions that support the miracle that is us, our bodies, our mind, right? Constant chest pain. That was a message. That is a message. What's happening? Migraines, they're a message. There's nothing wrong with you. Stomach issues are a message. Like there is something going on, but it doesn't mean that it's not an innate, like 
you know, um, it doesn't mean that you are innately, like you're broken. You're not broken. It's just a matter of getting curious around these things. There's like something like 80% of adult Americans in the workplace experience digestive issues. 80% of adults. Right? Like, what do you think that means? It means something. Feeling exhausted all the time. It's not the goal. This is not a standard. We are in control of this. You are in control of this. You go first. And what's so fascinating is that we're actually far more productive when we take the time to rest and recover. But for some, we don't ever get to that point because we just keep swirling in this tornado. Because even when we're at rest, we're not really even at rest. Right? Does that sound familiar? Like sleep constantly interrupted. Vacations that just feel more exhausting. Right? So we have to pause and breathe and regroup and notice new options and make new decisions. Prioritizing yourself is the first line of defense for your mental and physical wellness. Like it's how we create, pro- how we're proactive in our health and wellness. And you feel this in your body, whether you're tuned to it right now or not. So I encourage you to just begin tuning into these messages that are Gently and sometimes not so gently being sent to us. Right? Our society, like when we like to set, we like to set goals all the time for ourselves, right? Like, oh, we want to exercise and we want to eat right. Great. But then we put that at like the bottom of the actual to-do list, or we 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 prioritize things like out of order, right? Our health. Everything it begins with our health, family, then career. And what's important, what's interesting is that as a society, we put those things in the opposite order, which is wild. Like being busy is a badge of honor. Being overworked, like oh, I'm just so busy, they must be important, right? So again, we have to question everything. Question. And recognize that your health is primary. Health trickles into every aspect of our life. Mental, physical, wellness. From here, you can make better decisions. Plan accordingly. Spend time loving and enjoying your beautiful life, your beautiful family, loved ones. And and thriving in all areas of life, including your career. Right? And so we show others how to treat us by how we treat us. You go first. You show others how to treat you by how you treat you. So where are you now? What's getting in the way? What might you not be acknowledging or not want to acknowledge and why? And how can we explore around that? Right? As always, if you're struggling with where to start, reach out to me. We look objectively at where you are right now and what would be most beneficial for you. And then you can designate the time and the energy it takes to get there. This is ongoing, ongoing, all the time. We just keep building these skills of managing the mind, creating better experiences, learning to respond, learning to set boundaries, all the things. All right, y'all. Take super good care and... Until next time, be well.
Thank you for sharing this time together. Let's apply these concepts to your life specifically with personalized one-to-one mindset coaching. Connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a consultation call where we will discuss what is important for you right now and decide the best way to get results you love.